Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And Steve is with us again today as we do another podcast, and we're still confused on the episodes. I think it's 205, 206, something like this. Does that sound good? That sounds good. We started doing this in like 2014. Oh, wow. I saw that somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so 2014. So it's going on like five years. Yeah, previously we were just doing live streaming sessions, right? And then recording those. So some of our early podcasts recorded sessions of that yeah we did live video and now now this is a combination of of you can either listen to it on a podcast the audio only obviously or you can catch us on itunes no well that's where you get the podcast the audio is on itunes the video is on youtube under the streamingchurch.tv channel and then if you Want the best of both worlds? Just go to our main website, streamingchurch.tv, and it's it's in a tab that's like, what is it? Resources? What do we uh, have? Down at the bottom. We don't right? know. No, it's at the top. Oh, it is? Well, it's at yeah. the bottom, too, I think. All right. Maybe all the way there. Broadcast yeah. episodes. Yeah. So, so yeah. but at the top, there's a menu that says resources, and, oh, and yeah. you'll see a listing, our, yeah. our media vault, which has the audio version as well as the, the video version. Why anybody would want to look at us, I don't know. But, hey, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, So, anyhow, now that we've chased off all six of our listeners, uh, what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. You wrote it down. What are we talking about today? Are you there? Did you freeze up? I am still here. Okay. Uh, Let me me answer my own question. We're going to talk today about the top seven, count them, seven reasons you are not reaching the unchurched. Uh, or maybe you're doing some of it, but maybe a couple of these might help you do more. Yeah, or avoiding these things will probably help you do better, right? So these are seven, oh, yeah. things. These are seven s- things not to do. Yeah, seven it's, things not to do. This podcast is going really well today. Or seven right, things so, that, that you, a lot of people are doing, and that's the reason they're not reaching the unchurched. Right. It's confusing even to me. So let's see if we can make it even worse. You see, this is reason enough to listen, folks, is we'll see how we can turn this mess around. Uh, actually, there's some good content in here. So because uh, I wrote it. So let, let's talk about seven reasons uh, you're not reaching the unchurched. And, you know, maybe some of these will spark something if you're a volunteer, a key volunteer, an elder, a leader, a pastor. Uh, I mean, our intention is to help your church reach people. That's why we do streaming video. We use technology. We try to make that available. That's one of our deals is streaming video and mobile apps and all that. So we want to help your church grow and reach people and connect with people. So hopefully this will add to what you're doing. Right. So and this is a common goal of I think all churches to reach the end church. But they're Uh, they're, we're struggling at that. Right. We're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading a stat that. There's like uh, several thousand churches a year that close in the United States. And and uh, uh, now there are n- new churches popping up. But at this point, the number, and we can get into that next week, the number 
the number of churches closing is higher than the number of churches opening, which may not be a bad thing. I don't know, but we'll get to that later. But yeah. All right. So, so we've just killed five minutes here. So uh, <laughs> let's just jump into it. Um, here's my first point. Are you as a church and as leadership in your church willing to change how you do church if you want to reach the unchurched? And, and the reason that most churches aren't reaching the unchurch is they're not willing to change how they do church. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's the outline of this whole thing, right? Exactly. That's, uh, that's not point one, but that's the parenthetical. Exactly, yeah. All right. So we say we want to reach people, and yet we most of the groups out there aren't growing a lot because, you know, or if they are growing, they've got transfer growth. Transfer growth being, you know, Somebody from another church is now part of your church. I mean, I saw this in the 1980s a lot. Whoever had the hottest worship team, the hottest band, you know, that was one reason you would get transfer growth. And I remember I was leading this band, part, helping to lead the band. Your friend Ken Ballinger was a part of that, and my friend too. And, and we, had, we had a pretty good band, and we had lots of people coming from other churches because they liked the music we were doing. Oh, I didn't know that. So you were... Yeah. You were part of this transfer growth uh, phenomenon. I was. I was part of that. <laughs> we were excited about it until I thought one day, you know what? We're reaching people, but we're reaching people from other churches. Yeah, which is not what you're... Not really what I would want to do, but, uh, but you know, All right. we didn't think about that. So. so the first thing, number one on our list, right? Number one, yeah. yeah there, is, the there is intention, but no strategy. So there's intention to do this. But there's really no strategy. Hey, we want to reach the unchurch. Let's pray and reach more people. And, and that prayer is obviously very important, but there needs to be some kind of a plan, some kind of a strategy. You know, it's that old saying, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You're, that's a, one definition of insanity, right? I mean, you mm -hmm. just, so you got to change what you're doing. So wanting people to attend and 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 really you know trying to reach the unchurch it's two different things if you if you haven't made some kind of changes in how you do your church you're probably not going to get different results agreed i right. agree this is really an awkward podcast today but that's all right <laughs> we've had some good ones so maybe this we'll pull this one out of the fire we're, we're gonna pull we're gonna pick up the pace and figure this one out uh, well, so, all right. So there's well, intention, but no strategy. So yeah. So, I mean, the, you're, you're an engineer. That makes sense, right? I mean, you've got to have oh, some kind of a plan. Uh, I am the, yeah, I am the action guy. So, yes. And, and it has to be a, a strategy more than just, well, let's advertise. And we can get into that a little bit. But, yeah, okay, you want to advertise. But if you don't have changes with how you're doing things, you may get some people, but they're not going to stick around. And we'll get that right. in a bit. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to in the next point yeah. here where... Okay. Where the, the the other thing that people fall the trap they fall into is trying to please everyone. Yeah, so, and that's you know it's it's hard because especially if you're making changes because you have a group of people that have been with you probably for a long time, and you know they're happy maybe, but then you're starting to change things, and you start to change things because you're trying to reach people that are unchurched change the way you do church, and we'll get into that in a second, some of the what you're actually changing. But you've made some changes, and then all of a sudden, 
the people that have been for a while, well, we don't like that. You're doing different music. Why are you doing, doing different music? We don't like that. So then you're trying to do some of your old stuff with your new stuff or maybe even how you do your services. You know, right. you're doing them differently. And so like, well, you know, uh, why are you doing this? Why are you changing this? You know, I, I have actually seen this in my own church not too long ago, you know, change how we do things. And, and, and it, it upsets people because people don't like change. Right. Right. And so it makes it tough to attract the unchurch if you're unwilling to make those changes and you're, you may kind of dabble and do kind of a halfway job. You say, well, we got to retain the people we, we have, but we want to reach the, um, you know, reach these new people. Right. And so what happens is you end up alienating everybody. Yep. Right. That's going to go that's... for that middle ground. And say, eh, we'll keep these guys somewhat happy and keep these other guys somewhat happy. And so then right. everyone is somewhat happy. Yeah, um, that doesn't work that way because the unhappy people remain unhappy usually. And unless, of course, they have they, they really catch the vision for what you're doing. But uh, and then, you know, the people that you're trying to attract, it's not enough to keep them, you know, because you're still doing stuff that they can't relate to. All right. Exactly. All right. Moving on here. Number three on our list of uh, things that are happening that uh, prevent you from reaching the unchurch. So uh, number three is members don't know unchurched people. I bet. I'm not sure I believe this one. Do you well, believe this one? I, I, uh, I wrote it down. I, I think <laughs> when I say they don't know unchurched people, they don't. They may know some people at work, but they don't really have relationship with them. And so they, you know, in some groups, you know, it's like you don't want to get to know people that aren't Christians because, oh, my God, they might uh, corrupt you. You know, they might be a bad influence on your family. Hey, I've been I've seen that happen, you know. And so when I say they don't know the unchurch, they they may know people that they work with or they may see their neighbor when they get the mail, but they don't have any kind of a relationship with those people. And I'm advocating that you do get relationship with these people, that you do step out and you get out of your comfort zone and you begin to do things with them. Uh, you know, if you've got families down the street that have kids and you have kids, hey, do a picnic together or do some social thing together. Uh, connect with them outside of the church walls. If you can connect with them to some degree, not saying you have to be their best friends, but if you can connect with them to some degree, either at work or school, uh, whatever, then it opens up the door to invite people to your church. Right. Right. So it's just a matter of reaching out to informing relationships with um, yeah. with those around you. So, I mean, some people do a really good job at this. There's yeah. one of my good friends is he just does. He moves into a new neighborhood. You know, they happen to move and he knows inside of two weeks, more people than I've known for, <laughs> you know, 20 years of living in the same place. Yeah. So, well, you're an introvert and. And, and, and I, I am too, but yeah, you, you, you kind of have to step out of your comfort zone. And, and, you know, there's ways you can do that. You can even use technology to do this. I mean, as a church, you can use technology to, to you know, stream your services, update your websites. And again, if you are having some kind of a relationship, if your members have some type of a relationship with them other than just waving, you know, when they get the mail or something, uh, you can always say, hey, check out the church online that I go to. It's online. We're streaming. 
Uh, if you're not streaming, at least, uh, you know, have a, a, an up-to-date website that's got some pictures of your church. I mean, when I say church, the people in your church and the things that you're doing. Uh, again, this will help connect the unchurched. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> as we move along here, I'm noticing in your notes, I'm like, wow, you said we had seven and you, I see you skipped number four here. I think so, I deleted it. So we're back okay. to six. Okay, we're back. Yeah. This this train continues to go off the rail. All right, <laughs> I think I deleted something. I didn't like it, so I deleted it. All it's right. always good to like pre pre read your notes. I, I wrote did. this like two or three I, weeks ago. Well, you did, but I didn't. I wrote I it did. a few weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I didn't. I did read the notes, but until we're going through it, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, we we skipped number four. Yeah, so we're going on to number five number here. Five. There's no number four. So if you're keeping track at home, folks, there is no number four. It's number five. Number three, and then number five. That's all right. All right. We'll get to seven either way. Somewhere. Uh, okay. Yes. So the number five is that church language is different. The church language is different. Kind of what we're doing here today in this podcast. It's very confusing. Uh, so... I mean, we talked about this a lot, you know, the Christianese, the the inside stuff, the inside terminology we use, the inside jokes, the inside. Uh, I mean, whenever I'm speaking and, and, and usually whenever the main guy is speaking, if we do an inside thing, we try to take a moment to explain it <laughs> to people who are new because there's nothing worse than. Yeah, I mean, you, you've been in, in even in, in social settings, you know, you're you're with some people. And they start talking about something you have no idea about because you weren't privy to the conversation before or whatever. And it's just plain rude. Right. Uh, I used to have a good, I still have a very good friend who uh, is uh, from Peru. In fact, he, uh, uh, him and I be, became good friends in the early 1980s. And he uh, is American, but he's also Peruvian as dual citizenship. And he, he would, uh, when I was doing missions, he was with me and he interpreted for me. Uh, when I was speaking in Mexico, when I would be speaking. And, and that's kind of how he, now he's an interpreter. Uh, he works for the courts and does his own business and stuff. But but one of the things I had the problem with him was early on in our relationship was, you know, we'd get together and do things and he'd have friends that would come, you know, watch a game or play pool or do something, you know. And his friends were, were uh, they would speak Spanish because they were old friends of his. So they would be t- speaking Spanish and I would be sitting here, you know, just looking around going, I mean, I would catch a word or two, but mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish. So, I mean, and it was just incredibly rude uh, to do that because they're, they're speaking a language I have no idea about. And it makes it, I don't know, I don't think they were trying to do it on purpose. They were just used to speaking Spanish together. And here's this guy that is, you know, not bilingual, just, just uh, you know, English only guy. Uh, and I felt left out. And that's the way people feel. I know it's an extreme example, but that's the way people feel when they come to your church and you're using code words or using things that everybody in the church knows because they've been there for years, but the new person doesn't. Right. And I think a lot of churches are guilty of that. I think, you know, I think it's very easy to fall into that. Right. And it may not be, it, it may not be coming from the pulpit, but it may be just members within the church been part of it so i like your yeah yeah go ahead (laughs) i like your quote here he says talk like normal people talk says be clear remember remember being unclear does not make you deep it just makes you unclear (laughs) 
Well, yeah, and I had a good friend who uh, he was he was into the deep things of God, and and I he's a great guy, and and he was when he would teach, he would just he it's just always these deep things of God, and and I mean I'm all for deep things of God, but but you got to start somewhere, and and you have to what good is it trying to go to the deep things if nobody understands what you're saying, you know? I mean, how does that make you any deeper, any more spiritual, you know? So all right. So number six on our list here. Number six, yeah. Unchurched are different. Yeah, so, you know, as you know, Steve, I, I spent uh, several years with a, a very successful church here in town. We, we helped with the music and was helped, helped in starting it about 25, 26 years ago. And, uh, uh, you know, I really, I learned a lot from David McAllister. And, and the unchurched are different. They, you know, they're going to they're gonna look different. They're going to dress differently, probably. Uh, they're going to come, and they're going to be they're going to be couples that are living together, <laughs> that aren't married. Uh, some of them have some life controlling problems too, you know, uh, addictions, family breakups, dysfunctional. I mean, you, some of this stuff you see with Christians as well. I'm not saying it's just you know unchurched people, but there's different ideas, and I think a lot of this is true. I, I remember. I don't know if I'm rattling on here, stop me. But I can remember when I first moved out here, there was a bunch of hippies living out uh, south of town. There was a little place called Valencia Ranch. It's off of Valencia. In fact, uh, you know, most people, obviously, if you're listening to this, there's a there's a casino down there on the property now. I think it's Camino Casino del Sol off of Valencia. We see the advertisements on TV all the time. But but years before that, there was this old ranch that was one of the oldest ranches in southern Arizona. And we called it Valencia Ranch. And there was a bunch of hippies that moved in to this ranch. And somehow or another, they connected with the church I was with. This is the late 70s. And so I would go out there and lead Bible studies. You know, I'm all of 20 years old, 21 years old. And I'm trying to lead a Bible study. And I'm getting hit with all these different ideas about God really different ideas. Some of it was uh, Buddhism. Some of it was uh, East Indian thought, Hinduism, a lot of things. And so uh, it was challenging. It was very challenging for me. And and, and yet at the same time, uh, you know, I realized, hey, these people are different. They're not Christians. And they're, they're definitely, I mean, a couple of them became Christians and actually several of them became Christians later. But, you know, they had different ideas on things. And so instead of just shutting them off, and judging them because of their lifestyle or because of their belief system, uh, I just, I didn't have much of, a, much of a choice. I just let them talk a little bit. And then we would talk. And sometimes we'd debate theology. But, you know, it was a good, usually a very good, healthy conversation. And all I'm saying is when I, when I say the unchurched are different, is you got to expect if you really are going to reach the unchurched and they start coming, <laughs> there's going to be lots of different things that you're going to be exposed to. Uh, and look, I know people aren't naive out here listening to this podcast. I know you're not naive, but just be ready that, hey, they're going to come with different ideas. And instead of shutting them down, give them a little bit of freedom to express their thoughts. All right. And number seven on our list of six. You're not really saying <laughs> much in this podcast, uh, <laughs> other than pointing out all our mistakes. Uh no, but you got what I was saying about the unchurch, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I, I I completely agree with it. So yeah, I think just like you, I was just resonating. I wouldn't be able to add more to it. It's okay. just like right. 
sex isn't just for married people. You know, right. if there's there's a, a bunch of just I mean the culture is it's changing is coming up with their own ideas of yeah. things and so they're going to be different. So yeah. yeah, I can I resonate with what you're saying. I guess All I right. couldn't add any more. Okay, well, so good. Move, moving on here to number seven. Moving on, let's get this over with. Uh, oh, look, Google just said something here. I've got Google. What is it called? Google Assistant? Anyhow. All right, so number seven is no next steps. So, again, we're talking about why many churches are unsuccessful in reaching the unchurched. That's what we're talking about today. Uh, at least we hope that's coming across. And so uh, one of the things that I have found very clearly in, in a lot of churches is uh, – there's no environment really designed with new people in mind. So uh, if people do come and start coming, they need, in order to keep them coming, they've got to connect. They've got to make friends. They've got to uh, grow in their faith. They've got to, there's things that they've, they've got to do so that they can go deeper. There's a word deeper again, but go deeper in the church and deeper in relationships. So if you don't have any next steps, so, you know, there's lots of different ideas on this. Uh, I like a lot of, quite frankly, what Rick Warren did years ago with his yeah. class yeah. 101, 201. Some people don't like that, but you can still take the ideas behind it and, and, and move forward. It's at least maybe call it something different, but, but progress in helping people move along. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I was thinking about that as well. So it, it's just a, an organized structure from here's we let's go everybody that is brand new let's go to step one or class one and then there's class two and then, and then there's just a natural yeah. next steps it, it can be a progression and and i i think you know whatever you want to call it i mean we we have something called uh, at our church called meet yourself you know and it's just new people come and you can meet people within our own church, our leadership team, and then meet some of the newer people and regular attenders. It's a, it's a special thing we do three or four times a year. We talk about our history, where we've come from, where we're going, that kind of thing. And, and I think that that's, you know, you can call it a membership class if you want. Uh, but even if you don't do membership, at least you're, 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 you're helping people, you know, and, and if you're evangelical, you know, what does it mean to serve God? What does it mean to to have a relationship with Jesus and what does it mean to be saved? You know, those kind of things are entry levels. And then the next one uh, could be the next class or the next time you have something could be about, you know, what does it mean to grow spiritually? You know, how can you become a disciple? How can you walk in the ways of Jesus? And, and that's another, that's one. A third one would be uh, discovering your talents and your gifts. You know, uh, one of the best ways to get people connected is to, is to help them find a place where they can serve, some something that lines up with their gifts and their talents. So, you know, they, they're comfortable, they like doing it, and it, 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 it helps them grow, but it also helps other people. So there can be a third step that's about your gifts, your spiritual gifts and serving. And then the fourth one can be, uh, you know, reaching out again. And, and, you know, how to find your mission or how to how to connect with people you work with or go to school with. Uh, if you don't have that kind of a process or something similar, uh, I think that's where we miss the boat. And so we, we may get new people coming, but if they don't make friends and they don't connect in some way, in some fashion, uh, they usually go away. Right. Yep. So you just described the 
as you're describing these steps, that it was the the 101, 201, 301, or yeah. first base, second base, third base, and yeah, yeah the old exactly. baseball diamond that Rick Warren yes. used to use. Yeah. yeah, and and people have done variations of that, you know, circles and everything else. But uh, you know, community groups, small groups, we call them community groups. Your church calls them is it life groups? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to care. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I I coined that. I coined it life groups. That's one thing they didn't pull apart when I left. But whatever you call it, life groups, cell groups, community groups, small groups. That's another way that you can help people connect. They come. They make friends, and uh, you know, relationship happens, and, and good things happen. And so. Uh, when we don't do a lot of these things, and some of you, I know there's people listening to this podcast and some of this stuff you do do, you know, but there may be a few here that you might want to incorporate and, and maybe stop doing like trying to please everybody or, or, you know, <clears throat> speaking a different language, so to speak in the, in your church, those kind of things I think can really help your church reach people. And I think combined with using technology and you know, meeting people where they're at in in, the, in social media as well as real life. Well, social media is real life, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, There's a quote. <laughs> There's a, a tweet for this, huh? I should write a book, right? So uh, oh, we don't want to go there again. Social do we? media is real life. Well, it is. It, it is real life. It's just, you know. All right. So I'm done. Do you have anything to add to this? I know. This is great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, We'd love to hear from you folks. Uh, and, you know, some of this stuff might be a little controversial. We'd love to get your feedback, regardless of how you feel about it. You can send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, and, you know, the reason we talk about some of these things besides always tech, and we do talk about tech. We talked about audio last week. We've talked about streaming video. You know, we've talked about software you can use to organize your church, you know, but we talk about some of these other things because we really do care and we want to help your community, your church, you know, reach people and grow and become a healthy, uh, vibrant uh, body of Christ. That's why we do this. That is true. We are here to serve the, it's, you know, as I say, with a lot of people that I interface with, it's our ministry to help your ministry. So not yes. only with the tech and anything we have to offer, it is. Since we are as old as the hills and been around forever, we're sharing right. our wisdom. Huh? I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said, how long have you been doing public speaking? I said, well, uh, it's in, I, I started to speak in the late 70s. Of course, I was in radio about that same time as well. But I, I mean, I can't believe it's been over 40 years. I mean, wow. that's amazing. I think that... Uh, it's amazing I'm still alive, but then also it's amazing that, you know, to do that. So, and between you and I, and then other people on our team, we, we've been, we, we've done a lot of stuff over the years. And so I, I think we have something to, to share with people and you right. may not always agree with everything and that's okay. You don't have to, but I, I, I like the fact that we can share things with people based on our own experiences and hopefully that will help somebody. All right. So we're done. All right. Sounds great. Good enough. All right. He's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Again, we appreciate your feedback. And uh, again, we appreciate just spending some time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, my name is Phil Thompson, and uh, you have yourself a great day. Thanks for listening. We will catch you again on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Mm -hmm.